everybody. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. We are here today to talk about the latest episode of When Hope Calls. Uh, it's so exciting. I'm back uh, here to talk about it. And Cammie's here. Hey, hey, everybody. Yes. So how have you been? Fine. Missed you last week. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so fun. I got to see the DreamWorks film Abominable and it was super cute. Y'all should take your family it, it was a really sweet little animated film so <laughs> it's fun and you can I'll, i put a link down in the description you can check out my uh my review on my other channel of it because uh, uh it was it was really surprising I, so thank you guys for holding down the fort uh while i was gone it was fun amy and i got into <laughs> we, we got into mischief with each yeah. other it's fun <laughs> yeah it was fun i enjoyed listening to it oh that was really good uh so we had uh we're now we're over halfway into the season with this oh my uh, gosh episode. and uh it's been a little bit challenging for us at the podcast to cover two television shows that has really been pushing uh, our output level uh, and I'm afraid that uh, Chesapeake Shores got more hurt than this one uh, but uh, we're doing our best here and uh, how are you feeling about the season as a whole of the show they had that uh, they had the first two episodes on Hallmark Channel and evidently it did not do well uh, really because yeah, I saw I saw that it. I saw that it got a couple more subscriptions to Hallmark movies now. I mean, I'm sure so. it did, but the the ratings weren't great. Oh, uh, that's too bad. yeah. Uh, the the I think the highest was 1.44, which the typical Hallmark movie usually is in the two million two two point over range. So it wasn't great ratings, uh, but uh, hopefully a few more people, like you said, uh, saw it and decided to subscribe. Uh, but uh, how, how are you feeling on the season so far? I think the season as a whole is going great. Uh, I, I know that you remember from listening to our pad our podcast from last week but i was just in love with last week's episode mm. i just i thought that it was fantastic and this week was uh this week was not as adventure filled as i thought it was going to be i guess it still had a lot of incredible adventure i just i guess i just thought that there was going to be even more <laughs> so but it was but it still did not disappoint me at all it was a very good storytelling episode and i think that i would call it a relationship episode it, yeah i think it that that's, did that's a lot true. it did a lot of connections and talking to uh you know getting a lot of things straight between people and getting their relationships in order yeah i think that that is true i agree i think that uh it there there were there were uh i i think that that is true it's one of those uh episodes where we got to learn a lot about the characters and even like the kind of the fun b plot of the of the gold of the looking for gold uh was <laughs> was still sort of i felt like i got to know the characters better it wasn't just because sometimes the b plot it really is just a throwaway like it it's not even involving 
characters that we know not particularly on this show but just in general on television shows right. uh that and so i don't know i just i thought it was a real solid episode i enjoyed it and i kind of like i feel like the pacing of the show is is pretty strong uh yeah sometimes i'll be honest on when it calls the heart the pacing can be a little slow for me um, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah it's true I, I i don't tell a lie the pacing can be a little slow for me and i just i feel like the pacing is a little bit more my style in this show uh that for me so yeah i've been i've been very pleased with the pacing it hasn't it hasn't been there hasn't been a slow episode yeah. there have been there have been episodes that i've liked more than others uh, and I've had a couple of little disappointments here and there, but not enough to, not enough to make a huge fuss about saying, oh, I don't like the show anymore. No, it's, it's really grabbed me and kept me and it's kept me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the episode starts out with, uh, Lillian trying to give Sam a list of, uh, <laughs> projects to work on and uh so yeah she she's did you feel like she's pretty interested in sam or totally or, yeah. <laughs> she's she's nursing a little crush and so is he he totally likes lillian <laughs> yeah yeah and but he's not a man for for lists he's not good with lists <laughs> i'm not so good with lists and then she you know you can see the disappointed look on her face and then he says but hold on to it you know <laughs> yeah. just, wait 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 no 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 don't don't throw it away i'll i'll, I'll do it i just have to go away for a few days <laughs> so. yeah yeah and so uh he you know he's he's going under somewhat mysterious circumstances so that kind of sets the theme of the of the um starts to sets the theme of the episode right yeah and uh so then we see tess and she has her she is chopping wood and she uh ends up hurting her wrist and did she did she cut her wrist or was it just what what was happening I, there i think she i think she sprained it i think it was a really bad sprain and can i just say so there's a joke going all over twitter not right at this moment but there's a <laughs> joke but, but there's a joke that aaron Krako doesn't do a movie unless it involves a wood a wood chopping scene oh yeah yeah and, yeah and so i i <laughs> tweeted i tweeted in the tweet fest hey aaron Krako, wendy cruza could be in your next movie she chops wood <laughs> that is funny yeah well i mean she better be darn careful because there's some things that you can do when you're a little sleepy but not oh wood. my <laughs> hello <laughs> oh that was that was scary my husband was watching with me a little bit and he said she is doing a terrible job i said she's supposed to be doing a terrible job but i i wouldn't have even been able to get the wood to break so you know (laughs) good on her yeah well uh yeah yeah it is true that there's nothing nothing spells manly man more in hallmark uh than than wood chopping so she's i I plead the i plead the fifth she's (laughs) so she's obviously like a tough tough cookie like that's that's 
the they're so last year at christmas it was really funny there was just all of these manly oh manly so yeah. many it was so hilarious many. i i plead the fifth on their uh, i plead the fifth on their effect on me yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so um yeah we got especially uh yeah niall mater and okay 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 and paul campbell last year you can stop there you can stop there in fact if you listen to our last interview with paul campbell he talked about i i i never even thought about the fact that 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 they have like all of these guards and they have all of these like it's it's like super obviously they want to protect their actors but i don't know it's just the way he describes the whole how they have to film those scenes it was actually really interesting so <laughs> check that out don't uh, forget ryan pavey yeah 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 and it was totally a thing <laughs> daniel daniel listening he he had Did plenty he of one? his not not at christmas time but oh, okay. just in one calls the heart he had how many he had two wood chopping scenes because uh, i'm thinking like in the kringle factory what was no it? no <laughs> yeah they need wood to, to keep that to keep that stove going yeah <laughs> um so yeah so she's not sleeping and that's certainly a plot element that i can relate to uh, because i have trouble sleeping so uh, but she's really stressed out about finding a new foreman for the the uh, farm, and she is just very hopeful that Chuck will change his mind and want to run the farm. And uh, so she's struggling with that. Uh, See, I so. think I think that's what is causing her the most stress is she mm -hmm. wants chuck to take over and she's not going to give up until he does want to take over and that's causing her to not hold interviews or find something wrong with everyone she yeah interviews. yeah yeah that's right and so then we get to see uh our mountie nathan from uh hope valley well, and he just jumped out of nowhere. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I know. There's Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's looking for a train robber. So he's putting up signs and, and everything like that. And uh, so was it fun for you to get to see uh, Kevin McGarry on When Hope Calls? Yes. I, re I really did like it because I was a Kevin McGarry fan before one calls the heart i had watched him in heartland but even before then mm -hmm. the first thing i the first thing i saw him in was a sign sealed delivered episode and i just went oh, oh my gosh that guy is so cute yeah. <laughs> he's, he's very handsome there's no doubt about it and the <laughs> they like blue eye, most blue eyes that oh i know i know <laughs> and so yeah i've i've been i've been a fan of his for quite a while yeah. And uh, so I loved that when I heard that he was coming on as Mountie Nathan Grant, I said, okay, yeah, that's a good choice. If we can't have Daniel Lissing, we're going to have, we're going to have Kevin McGarry. And, but like I said, he just jumped out of nowhere. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, no, no entry. Just, I am pounding a nail into, <laughs> yeah. I'm pounding a nail into a flyer. But I thought it was so interesting that they set up this relationship between the two of them i mean it seems very apparent that they know each other they're familiar with each other they've and uh this is skipping ahead quite a bit but 
Nathan asks Gabe about his shoulder. I'm like, okay, whoa, he knows about that. He knows he got shot. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Kevin McGarry is going to be coming back at least for one more episode this season because it sounds like they have a relationship that mm -hmm. they that they knew each other before. Yeah, but I felt like it, it kind of felt complete. There was nothing kind of hanging. So I would be, I personally would be surprised if he does come back, but I, it could, it could happen. There, there, there is definitely, and, well, and, we, I, and definitely next season for sure. I could see him coming back if there is a next season. Right. Well, I'm going on, I'm going on a bit of an assumption because um, I saw a, I saw a picture on social media of Kevin McGarry and RJ Hatanaka with Megan Follows. Oh, and okay. they were both in their costumes and they were horsing around pretending to arrest her. And she what ha and I know that she is that she directed one of these episodes that of When Hope Calls that's coming up and it hasn't happened yet. I've been oh, watching okay. I've been watching directed yeah. by directed by directed by because <laughs> I am a huge Megan Follows fan. When she did her performance in Anna Green Gables is unsurpassed. Yeah. But anyway, so but yeah, it was the two of them in costume, and so I that's kind of what I'm basing my assumption on is is he coming back because she didn't direct this episode, and mm. I'm just wondering if that's if, yeah I if think she even did come back two episodes if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I just actually got to hear her speak at Comic Con at our Fan X, and yeah, I know I absolutely the original uh, Anna Green Gables from 1985 is I think one of the most perfect pieces of media oh, ever I made. I, I absolutely adore <laughs> it. This this the sequels aren't as good, but the 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 that first one I absolutely adore. So I'm with you there. Uh and and I, I thought that she said that she'd done a couple episodes, but but uh but anyway it doesn't matter. Uh but that's interesting to hear and that'll be fun. I, I look forward to that. Uh, no, I'm being a Hawkeye. I'm being a Hawkeye with us. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, so, yes. So Nathan is there looking for this train robber. And uh, then they uh, find, uh, they start to, I think it's Lillian, who's a little bit suspicious of, is Sam this train robber? He looks kind of a little bit like the picture uh, that they have, the drawing they have on the wanted signs and so they go and look and they find in sort of his spot where he has this had some of the stuff they find an empty box of dynamite which makes them really suspicious of oh <laughs> that yeah. that's that's scary when you find an empty box of dynamite i i loved how i loved how uh nate was trying to kind of blow it off to make Lillian feel better like is that dynamite I don't know it was it's empty now you know he's trying to set her mind at rest but I mean that's that's freaky when you find an empty box of dynamite what three yards away from where children are sleeping it's yeah yeah it's I mean it's it's tricky because you uh you want to you don't want to condemn people. You want the legal system to, you know, 
finish its course, but then also when you have, you know, when you have little ones that are under your care, like it's obviously pretty scary. I mean, I, I remember when, uh, the Elizabeth smart thing was happening and, oh my um, word. and there was another, I can't remember his name, but there was another man who was a suspect and was investigated and he ended up obviously not being him uh but and everybody you know immediately kind of pounced on this uh because it's such a terrible situation it's such a scary situation everybody kind of pounced on him mm-hmm. and uh and then of course he ended up getting vindicated uh and i i think that's something that's easy to do and it's it's uh, obviously something that's that's not a good thing that we do but i think it is easy to do well, and the problem was that so many of the descriptions fit him so well. I mean, the picture yeah. kind of the picture kind of looked like him. He had the bandage on his hand. Right. He's been staying in Brookfield for three days, and Nate lost him three days ago. I mean, yeah. everything was adding up. So right. Yeah, and so I mean, I didn't think the picture really looked that much like him, but but yeah, I mean, when you're in that spot where you're panicking a little bit uh getting a little scared then it uh it's in your you've got this and this and this and this and you start to kind of put it all together it kind of actually reminds me this is kind of a funny story uh my my uh roommate uh works for uh she she works in like international charities and stuff and so she travels quite a bit abroad in her job and uh I she hadn't told me and she doesn't need to tell me uh that she was going to be out of the country and uh and I she hadn't paid her rent and so I was like this is unusual this is weird and and so I tried messaging her out and she I know nothing back and <laughs> I I I uh, which is unusual for her and there were all these things and and then I went down and her her room or her apartment space was all a mess and uh and which was unusual for her and and all of a sudden like i started for some reason i got that it's like you get that little kernel in your head oh yeah and, and like oh my gosh i got sort of more and more i had trouble like reaching her or contacting her i was like <laughs> i got pretty worried i'm like oh my gosh what's happened to you know what's happened to my roommate what's happened to my friend and uh and of course she was just out of the country <laughs> she's like no i haven't been murdered i promise i'm like oh my God. <laughs> I'm like I'm watching too many of these mystery shows on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I said I'm sorry, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> I, guess I do funny. think I do think that if you're going out of the country, telling your roommate would be a good idea. <laughs> she, you know? she does now. She does now. <laughs> I, but anyway, it was it was a it was a funny. I was like, why did I let myself get so worked up over? But you start sort of formulating all the clues in your head, yeah, and and, and then it makes you worried. But but anyway, it was it was kind of what they have done uh, with with Sam, and uh, so uh, then we get to see kind of like I said the B story on here is with Maggie, and uh, she finds this little bit of gold dust uh, underneath the bed uh in the uh in the infirmary and she starts tearing up the floorboards <laughs> trying to find gold and where do you keep your jimmy bars <laughs> yeah 
and uh and so joe yeah he gets the gives her his crowbar and so he starts being curious of what the heck she's doing with this crowbar and so he ends up joining in and then pearl and stuff coming over seeing it and so she joins in and uh so that was fun i enjoyed that little fun little i did thing. too maggie maggie has this cute quirkiness without being immature you know and so i really i really really loved getting to know maggie's character a little bit more and just to see inside her because so far we haven't gotten we know that she travels a lot and she learned this from the here and this from here but mm -hmm. we haven't really gotten to know her really well and we really got to see inside her we got to see inside her head we got to see inside her heart and just the way that she covers up things well i work in a medical office and i need it for a thing so yes yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, for for a medical thing you know it's just yeah. it's yeah. really and it was just so cute and to hear how she wanted to visit nara and siam and yeah i just i really thought that it was a great way oh my favorite thing was when she caught up to ronnie to ask about tess with one with food in her hand and her mouth full right i thought that was absolutely precious she's just talking to ronnie with a full mouth and rah, 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 rah. yeah <laughs> and then she sees joe trying to go into the infirmary and hands ronnie her food <laughs> oh yeah a muffin, you know, a muffin. Yeah. Hands her, her, yeah hands him her muffin and then you know does something ail you no, no, I'm fine. I just want to know what's going on with my crowbar. And then she pushes him inside. You know? Yeah, it was, oh, it's it was so funny. funny. So funny. Yeah, they they did a good job. And, and it's kind of nice because I feel like they, the, the first, like the first two seasons of When Calls the Heart were very, uh, were very Elizabeth- and jack heavy as far as yeah. uh, and then once rosemary came then you kind of got rosemary and lee and uh and but this is kind of nice because i feel like we are getting three sort of relationships building right out of the gate which i like it's fun because obviously you've got uh you've got gabe and lillian you have uh chuck and grace and then then you've got this little bit kind of also with maggie and joe uh and i i think that's fun i like that right out of the the gate do you think they're trying to turn that romantic because mm -hmm. i think it could go either way frankly i th oh i, I think definitely that... think yeah really i do yeah for sure yeah i definitely huh. see that for sure well, i guess we'll uh, <laughs> I, I hate to tell you this but they have been shipped have have you seen yeah, that yeah. oh i'm sure <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely felt like they have been building that just a little little bit by little bit. Uh, I don't know. I've got I got more of a not a brother sister relationship, but I don't know. They're they're just they're more playful and respectful of each other. But you know, I, I don't know. It's yeah. it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, we'll see. But I definitely definitely get the vibes. So but anyway, I, I just kind of like, yeah, I guess if it weren't go romantic, it's still a relationship. And I, I just feel like 
that's nice to me to to be getting what i think once we got with rosemary and lee i i i liked the show better and so i i just like it being more of an ensemble and i feel like this it's getting that right out of the the gate which i appreciate yeah that that's very true it's really concentrating on the cast as a whole Mm-hmm. yeah uh, but then yeah we have robbie that he is uh, he at first he's really put out by the fact that they are looking for the robber uh because people are about to leave the hotel but then he convinces them oh you can't leave because then you'll be out on the open you know road with this guy on the loose you know and and however however misguided his intentions are because he's trying to make more money ronnie does have a point yeah you know he he does kind of have a point you don't want to be on the open road with a with a bandit loose so it's just but still you obviously know that he's trying to make more money and then tearing down the poster that has to be a federal offense you know oh yeah (laughs) if whatever the the uh i don't know what the rules are in canada for that kind no. of thing, but, but yeah probably you're right uh and uh and so then he becomes kind of fixated on it and yeah he's removing the yeah, removing the signs and everything and uh because people are staying longer at the hotel and i i guess is grace not working at the hotel anymore she wasn't there this whole yeah, she wasn't there this whole time. I'm just wondering if they if they chose to kind of put that aside just for this episode cuz you yeah. know she can't she can't be there every single episode. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's her week off. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh and they're they're trying to kind of give Lillian sort of a a week off in a way or day off, I guess. Yeah. And and so they're like, "Go." I did think it was I was like, "Did they get coffee back there they're like go to pearls and get coffee i was like that is that oh my gosh oh my gosh i said the exact same thing when grace said go get a coffee did that saying exist back then go get a coffee i guess pearls is the uh brookfield uh starbucks (laughs) i mean i don't know i don't know anything about coffee i still remember the first time i heard that phrase was on a hallmark movie i would love to go get a coffee what What? (laughs) go get a coffee what the heck is that so i don't know anything about coffee i don't know (laughs) i don't know how long that saying has been around but i seriously questioned if going and getting a coffee was a phrase in 1960 i i don't i don't think i don't think that people people went to i don't know i think that people like went to restaurants for meals and stuff but i don't think that they went uh for like just drinks and stuff like we do now <laughs> i don't think that was a thing but who knows i i, I have no idea well uh, pearl pearls is a dessert shop and it sells coffee as well so. yeah so i but yeah you you got me i had always <laughs> assumed that back then everybody just bought coffee at the mercantile and like they maybe in the city brewed, i i brewed like, it at home so yeah i mean it's probably maybe even unrealistic to have a dessert shop you know in a small town like that <laughs> but uh but you know if you're in new york or something then that would make probably more sense but who knows it's it's fine it was just kind of funny it was and, funny uh, so we haven't we haven't seen inside pearl's shop yet so that would be that would be a fun set to explore yeah that the, would be to fun. see to see they need a scene 
they need a scene inside inside Pearl's shop so we can see yeah. exactly so we can see exactly what kind of Starbucks she's got there. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of I I can't remember if it was last season or the season before, uh, with uh while there were all of a sudden there was a ice cream shop in Hope Valley that we had like never seen and never heard about since, just so just so Opal could work there for the for the, oh for the, right with, or maybe it wasn't the, opal it was one of them was working in the <laughs> with the with the career day yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like, i remember talking with ruth it was like where did this mysterious ice cream shop happen <laughs> <laughs> well the town is growing <laughs> it needs an ice cream parlor <laughs> evidently <laughs> so we were laughing about that and so anyway yeah so they're uh very excited and uh and grace is teaching the kids how to basically like preserve flowers uh they Which go out and I get thought. the the wildflowers and then she preserves them and it's like wax right? wax yeah, yeah wax. that oh that whole process seems so interesting but that is mm. cool yeah i've never done i've never done that i with wax i have done uh where you preserve it in uh in uh like basically like salt kind of i've oh. done that before and uh and it's like a powder I, I i can't remember what exactly it is but we did that growing up uh i've preserved flowers before but uh and and uh f like flatten them as well i've done that before uh in books yeah and stuff like that and so that's would fun you, would you put them would you put them in between wax paper in yeah books? so yeah. there you go that's what you do and so that was fun with the kids and so tess is doing like some interviews uh with people to be the foreman but she's like you said not really giving them a fair fair chance well that uh, guy was a dork too when i'm your foreman like, um okay that's a little presumptuous <laughs> right yeah it wasn't maybe the best, <laughs> best interview <laughs> ever but uh, but she's she is finding fault with everybody you're yes. supposed to get that kind of idea yeah she is mm -hmm. yeah and uh and but and he also which may be something she might listen to it was because he says oh that you're overgrazing you're you're lame yeah. uh, and so that was interesting i thought yeah because she's gonna want to have somebody who's willing to be honest and tell her that she's doing things wrong like that's what that's what you want for someone who's working for you not that they're like belligerent but you want somebody who you don't want just guest men working for yeah. you so i don't know i think she wants a little bit of that <laughs> because i mean she, if you're a good business person you you want people who will be honest with you right you know they just have to be careful about how honest they are with her especially with self with uh first impressions yeah so maybe not the best first interview but uh but that was interesting and so then gabe and nathan uh they go after sam and they find him and they uh they hold uh hold him up uh with their guns and uh you know he's like i'm innocent and i loved how i loved how totally bewildered he looked like, what's this about why are you pointing a gun at me <laughs> yeah yeah and uh then you you have them he he's talking to him and they they figure out that 
no, he he couldn't have been. It's not him. That with they're unwrapping wrong. his hand. Yeah, with unwrapping his hand, and so then they start after the uh, they there's from a couple episodes ago with the uh with the bank robber who said oh i didn't take it all that there was that kind of whole thing and so they uh start on the search for this other guy and uh that whole scene where they find this other guy and uh there's like an explosion was, that was intense <laughs> it was a little bit weird though i was like where did that come from oh you all... didn't you didn't see it well i mean i saw the explosion but i'm like oh what? no 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 there's a shot there's a there's a shot where a stick of dynamite lands right by nathan it's it's really quick but you see a stick of dynamite land in the grass right next to him and then he looks over at it and boom Oh, so, okay. so so the guy threw it the guy was hide. <laughs> the guy was hiding and he threw it okay because i was like what how did that it was weird but uh but but anyway and yeah and so like nathan is like full thrown uh across the like thrown down and uh so then it's just for for a little while it's gabe and this guy and he's got a gun and he's shooting and stuff it's it was pretty it was pretty good it was pretty intense good. and see i have to admit when when gabe went after daniel i was a little disappointed in the action series of gabe actually getting daniel this scene was fantastic the choreography was great the uh, the intensity was perfect. They did a really, really good job with that whole sequence. I could not help but think it was so sad because the first thing that came to my mind when Nathan got blown up, oh, this would be really awkward if he died in another show. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that, that'd be... I, I died in an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be funny i know i kind of thought that too that it's like uh that uh <laughs> that would be a a blow to a, a blow to elizabeth and, yeah and his, his niece i forget her name but uh uh uh, uh oh my gosh you said it and I just went like Allie. There we go. Uh, okay. Because yeah. Allie is my niece's name too. So Oh really? That's <laughs> yeah. Cute. And so yeah, there was all of that. And uh then uh the and you have back home you have Chuck kind of keeping watch on the house. I was wondering when you were gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh kind of watching out for the girls. And uh yeah, so he it's it's interesting because uh he's already so invested i think in uh in grace uh like i said i feel like it's moving pretty quickly for when calls art well and uh grace seems to have gotten over sam pretty fast because she had no inclination she just you know, when, when Lillian was going on and on about Sam, you know, Grace is just saying, you did what you needed to do. So obviously Grace isn't feeling that bad about Sam being gone. No, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought that was an interesting little 
I don't know if they did that on purpose or if that was just the way the scene happened to come out or the scenes, I should say. But yeah, yeah. Grace, Grace isn't holding a candle for Sam at all. No, not at all. <laughs> and and then we get a whole scene with Chuck telling all these stories of Lillian. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> love the, the stories. I and, love the yeah that was really fun and it is really fun whenever you're with your parents or aunts or uncles or people like that in your in your life and they start telling stories from their childhood and uh, like a thanksgiving or something I feel especially like that's, that's the happened. naughty ones <laughs> yeah the funny ones the uh the I, I can think of some different ones that my dad has uh has told me over the years or my my mom but especially my dad with his uh, his siblings some of the crazy stories because my dad had a had a pretty long leash as far as things that he would do like when he was I think 13 or 14 uh he he and his best friend uh hitchhiked all the way up to uh Yos Yosemite National Park oh where they were living Lord. and and I think it was climbed half dome or anyway like a whole thing there and, and then hitchhiked back home and thing like and it was like that's a different time it was a different time but uh but he has oh a lot of funny word. Yeah, he has a lot of crazy stories like that uh that uh that are fun to that's always a fun as a kid you know get to like hear the uh, uh the, the the sort of the stories of your of your parents i think it's fun well and i never create hashtags but i could not resist with this one i i'm not clever enough i don't think with hashtags <laughs> i don't i just what? yeah but i got one hashtag miss lillian misbehaved that was so Oh man, I that was a fabulous line right there. Miss Lillian misbehaved. It's a shocker. Yeah, it really was. It was cute though, very fun. And I, I do sometimes wish they would involve the children a little bit more. Like, because that's one of my favorite things about When Calls the Heart is is the is anything with the kids. I think the kids are so great in When Calls the Heart and. Uh, but I think with this one having two lead uh, female uh, protagonists, uh, maybe it's just a little bit harder. So it ends up being more adult focused than the kid kid focused. But uh, but it, it, they're they're really really cute. So well, I thought they I thought that for the most part it was pretty good. You know, because you had them all around the table, and you had the you had the older ones out searching for flowers so i mean they they weren't absent yeah they, they weren't, weren't absent i guess but uh but it'd be nice if they got some more b plots uh for the kids like they do in when Calls the heart but it's not a big deal but did anyway. you notice did you notice that there was still a little something going on between helen and kate uh, helen and sophia kate's her real name ha huh. uh but <laughs> helen and sophia oh, I, uh, I, I missed helen that. Helen said, I got a rose, you know, because they're supposed to choose a flower that's most like them. Uh -huh. And so Helen said, I picked a rose. And Chuck says, oh, that's a nice choice. And Sophia says, they have thorns. Like, oh, my goodness. Are we still arguing, girls? You know? <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's siblings for you. I know. But just after that whole thing with the locket and everything last <laughs> week, I was just like, oh, my word. Seriously? Uh, are we funny. still having a little residual argument? <laughs> I 
yeah yeah and so then they uh they catch the guy and sam comes back and they all feel bad but he's he's very upset and he you know packs up his stuff and he's and he leaves uh, so yeah we'll see if we see him again and it was uh it was really interesting because this is another part where my husband piped up and he doesn't pipe up very often because he he doesn't like to watch these kinds of shows with me it's uh-huh. not it's not his cup of tea but he's watching that part where sam is saying i'm just surprised that you thought i was that kind of man and he said she doesn't know you Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know a man for three days and a lot of puzzle pieces fit together that you could be a convict. She's basically a mother to six children and you were staying three yards away from them. I mean, give give the woman a little credit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think his his reaction is understandable because you would feel... I mean, it's natural to sort of feel self, to feel defensive. Oh, of course, like of that. course. But, but I was just surprised but, that he would take it out on her. Yeah, but then, uh, then, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I can understand why he would do what he did and why he would say what he did. But uh, it'll be interesting if we get to see him again. I uh, think they left it open. Yeah. Well, especially because you get that ending of, of. Uh, the fact that he taught Freddie to whistle, uh-huh. boy to whistle, and he so, wants to he wants to show him that he mm-hmm. can whistle now. So that I could see that being sort of the hook uh, that kind of we get another episode, but we'll see. Uh, and uh, so then we get Tess uh, interviewing uh, this woman named Lucy, uh, and she basically says, "Hey, I can be the foreman of your." property and uh yeah what did you think of that you remember her don't you mm-hmm. yeah yeah fra- she's the, she's the neighbor's daughter that it looks very much like tess was trying to set chuck up with her mm-hmm. and make and make grace disappear from the picture yeah yeah so i i don't know i i think it's a good idea and i liked her I liked her reasoning. My brother's taking over and I don't want to take orders from him. <laughs> I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's pretty common. You don't want to take orders from your sibling. You'd much rather take orders from someone you respect and someone that, uh, and someone that you think will be a lot more fair and won't hold it over your head. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that it would happen. And I know that they're, they're not trying to go for historically accurate or anything like that. It's just, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think that the whole feminism idea gets pushed a little too hard and it's really, really, really prevalent everywhere. And so when I see an example of it, I just kind of blow it off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think it could go either way. It could really work or it could go really south. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you already have a character that's a little bit feminist forward, which is fine for me with Tess. So it kind of makes sense to me 
that she would be intrigued by this idea and yeah. there were there were cowgirls who oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Who were, so it's it's not like i i doubt that that many would be a foreman uh but it's i mean it's within the realm of possibility for me for especially like you said this show's pretty fast and loose with the, <laughs> the historical, historical aspects uh and i think it could be interesting to see that relationship with tess and lucy uh and uh, see that uh play out and obviously then yeah you have like is she gonna the i would think the more that lucy worked for her the more she's gonna want to try to get chuck interested in uh in, in her very uh, true and uh so there's kind of a lot of dynamics going on here uh it's probably somewhat unrealistic that like all of the physical tasks could be done by her uh just realistically uh uh-huh. but i don't know if she's the only employee that she, she's she's not and she's so not, she's not the only employee she yeah. would be the foreman yeah and so, so that will probably help her to be able to do everything yeah i just i'm wondering i don't i don't know i'm just wondering if it will work because we've already got three this is a very heavy female show we've got three female leads instead of just one or two mm-hmm. and then we've got and then we've got a lot of female supporting characters you got maggie you got pearl you know and mm-hmm. pearl's not necessarily the the strong uh you know the strong i can do everything myself type you know she's she's one of the sweet ladies in town but mm-hmm. still you've got you've got a lot of very strong female roles and so yeah but i wouldn't say that it's i would say that it's maybe more male characters than on when calls the heart until this last season because really? yeah because almost all of the men died in the in the, the in the accident so yeah i mean when calls the heart you well had, yes yes that's that that is true find it i actually didn't mind it. i get what you're saying this one is gonna be a little heavy-handed with the strong uh, strong empowered female characters but i just feel like she's a good match for tess and yeah. see that that is one thing that is one thing is that it it would be it would be a good match because you got two women mm-hmm. who are trying to make their way in the in a man's world back then yeah and so it would it would definitely be a, a good match and like lucy said to tess you've known me since i was 12 years old you know that there wouldn't be any problems with trusting me and mm-hmm. i said well that is definitely true yeah and if she has help to do some of the the more intense physical tasks then i i think uh i think it'll be good i'm excited about it i think uh it's just a question of tess letting go of the dream of chuck doing it and if she can do that then uh then i think it could be a pretty fun little uh, dynamic between the two of them but i wonder if that's going to become a part of a storyline later I you know would that so. would no would would lucy not being able to do all the physical tasks would that yeah play into part of the storyline later that would be an interesting little angle yeah that would that would definitely be interesting <coughs> so we'll we'll see uh so that was kind of that plot and uh, robbie tells her 
that she should hire Lucy and stop being so stubborn and that uh that Chuck wants to be a veterinarian and I feel like should do you think that Chuck should have like an office of some kind downtown <laughs> you know what I mean like it's like if he's a veterinarian uh he he should don't veter you need like supplies and stuff if you're a veterinarian you need like there's medicine and all different kinds of stuff that you need to be like an active veterinarian i'm ashamed to say i never even thought of it i just kind of you know because he's always making house calls he always goes to the animals so i never even thought about that (laughs) well maybe he does have what maybe he does have an office and we just haven't seen it yet because yeah there's all different kinds if you want to i love the the uh uh all creatures great and small books by james harriet so charming and i i think it's a little bit later just a little bit but it's right around this time set in england uh and about him being a country veterinarian uh that uh, and uh, they're the most charming books you've ever seen and uh he uh yeah he has this little his little apothecary his little you know where he gets all his medicines and his and his different things and and so maybe that's part of the reason why i thought of it because i love those books right and uh and uh, they're pretty pretty close i think time period i'll have to check that but anyway so it's like if he wants to do this for his career he needs to like have us he needs to have a store he needs to have a a storefront he needs to have a not a storefront but he needs to have an office where i'm sure he does i'm sure he does somewhere (laughs) (laughs) anyway and so yeah and but that's what robbie tells her and so we uh that's kind of how we close out the episodes and uh we also see uh that they just got it was fool's gold that they got underneath the thing and 24 hours of digging yeah (laughs) and then the uh grace tells lillian uh, that or lillian tells grace the kids sure like having chuck around and so do you so that was cute yeah, let's not forget that final let's not forget that final scene where Chuck says goodbye to Grace yeah. and he's saying that this is the kind of home I want someday. And then he gives her a daffodil after saying that she's like a daffodil. Oh, that that was just yeah, cute. I, in the tweet fest I tweeted pardon me while i try to mop myself up (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was so cute because when the kids are all gathered around the table and saying what kind of flower they got he still is saying to her obviously this is the kids project but he said grace what did you pick and she said i don't know i didn't pick one and so (sighs) the kids all say what they think and you know for a man to have flower knowledge that that's very very impressive for <laughs> so for he says a daff i think a daffodil because they're bright and hopeful and i read that they're a sign of creativity i went okay okay chuck you won me over <laughs> <laughs> and then he give and then he leaves a daffodil for her i just thought that yeah. was the sweetest thing so next week 
the episode is called surprise so that's gonna be fun and that's gonna it's, be interesting yeah it's uh, lillian tries to make grace's birthday perfect gabe tracks down the key witness in the robbery investigation so uh that will be fun we're looking forward to that and uh, so thanks so much for talking about this with me i had a great time me too and, uh, and if you're listening uh, let us know what you thought of the episode uh did you like the different plot points did you enjoy seeing nathan back in uh in brookfield uh let us know your thoughts and uh, in the comment section or on twitter and cammy how can people follow you uh twitter and instagram i'm cammy drama girl and that's cammy spelled k-a-m-i on facebook i have my hooked hardy page and that's hardy with an i-e and then on my blog i'm hookedhardy.com great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all over social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes and like i said check out my review for abominable I'll put a link in the description and uh and all my other content is i have a lot of fun doing that so check that out and make sure you're following the podcast at homeworkies pod all over social media and on itunes and youtube we love you getting your ratings and reviews on itunes thank you so much and on if you're listening on youtube if you can give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we really really appreciate that as well and we have our patron group i just did our first live q a that's exclusive to the patrons and so we try to give as much exclusive content we also have our interview with jesse schramm that because country at heart got canceled we may not even be able to release that publicly but for our patrons you get to listen to it so a lot of benefits for becoming a patron i'll have the, all the information in the description below and please check that out we have our merch store which includes when hope calls inspired merch uh, that i'll have a link in the description as well for that so lots of great stuff going on look forward to next week and uh yeah we'll talk we'll talk again soon <laughs> thanks so much cammy all right bye everybody bye. Bye, this podcast was brought to you by hallmarkies for hallmarkies for more information about how you can leave your mark on hallmarkies visit hallmarkiespodcast.com link in the description